This episode's called Toilet Santa. Umpire Pants. Hey everybody, it's episode 171 of Umpire Pants, and we are still recording remotely. I'm with Kelly and Mary in Seattle. Hello. I'm not going to say why, because that Hi. started a whole thing. We had to start over. <laughs> <laughs> we got dark in like 45 seconds, yeah, and I decided gonna, we should just start over. <laughs> it's going to be weird. It's, not gonna, it's probably not going to help, you know? It is too. I have some good stuff to talk about. I had a good... Yeah, you're gonna have to carry this one again, second week in a row. It's the week after Black Friday, so we actually worked. So I'm more awake now than I was last time. Was, I listened to that one today, and uh, it was pretty funny hearing the state I was in, um, <laughs> which is the good groove for this show. So that's the goal. I thought the episode was hilarious. I was walking down the street today, cracking up. It was good. The, <laughs> what made me laugh was you said that I'll do something half-assed, and I knew. <laughs> yeah. when that. that's what i meant by her getting in trouble when i said that not that you were going to punish her that this is going to make well, her sound bad the thing yeah. about dad is he knows how to do stuff i just don't like he's very good at repairs and building stuff and things but he's not that into actually doing it so he'll get it to the point where it's good it's enough like, and then he'll it's like when you guys move on. when mom was talking about people being a bad cook or it's like you can make thanksgiving dinner but you don't like it so you don't do it all the time same yeah. kind of deal, yeah. both home repairs. Yeah, yeah. Dad never like couldn't wait to do stuff like that, and like stuff Dad's into, like he's made furniture, like made um, yeah. tables and mirrors and stuff that look professional. Like he, but when you um, have driven a car that the dash <laughs> started to be taken off of, and then decided a flashlight to light it up would be better. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that same oh, truck man. keeps coming up. That was a. A magical S10. I got caught up with our show, and I listened to the Thanksgiving one finally. And I, I like that you put Alice's Restaurant in this complete glory at the end. I was so excited. It was so good. I, I loved that. I didn't that. listen to it because I'd heard it before. The well, day before I heard it. Before. it. Oh, and, the um, day before. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't going to listen to it. It came on KEXP, which is a cool radio station we listen to in our kitchen. Oh, perfect. It's best <laughs> when you hear it authentic on the radio yeah and it was unusual if they would play that except it was thanksgiving or the day i think it was the day before thanksgiving and andrea said so does this mean we don't have to listen to it tomorrow <laughs> i said yeah that's fine <laughs> what? i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to this attitude again is that girl but running around with this time i was one. i was doing the dishes or something and listening to it or cooking something or whatever kind of zoning out and i was thinking like man imagine if you went to see a concert and you're like oh this is woody guthrie's son maybe i'll go see him perform some folk music and he goes up there and plays like some normal folk songs and then he starts that like it starts talking and you're like what is this and then he's like talking and talking and talking and talking and you're like oh no how long is this going to be and then it's 20 like 22 minutes long like comically long because those people didn't sign up for that they were just there to see like some they liked it they were into it it's hard to say Uh, i don't know why you're assuming most people seeing him were not familiar with his brand but how would they have known about that song if it wasn't on an album yet some, yeah, that's true. For that live recording, it must have been the first time most of those people, if not all of them, had heard no, that's it. True. And it was like, oh, they seem to be into cool, it. When, a 20 minute they, tong, song that's where he's just talking. It's great. So great. I love that song. Um, so thanks, Kelly, for putting that in there. The other song I didn't care for that much. Mom, if you were there when that happened, yeah. you would have been pissed and you would have hated it. You'd you know what? I would not. Because you know what? Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about <laughs> a song that I never heard before that was very long at a concert right now. Okay. So be quiet. All right. Harry Belafonte. Kelly and I were talking about this. Well, not it, it came up in the conversation. The Hole in the Bucket song. Yeah. You ever heard that? Yes. Yeah. Or how Harry Belafonte did it. It was probably 10 minutes. Did you see Harry Belafonte in concert? Yeah. 
I that's that. why first time I heard the Hole in the Bucket song. Well, I was just I racking my brain to, to figure know. out if she's ever told us she saw Harry Belafonte She did live. not. She hasn't told me. Really? How old were you? When was this? I was like 15, probably. Really? Yeah. No, you've never yeah. told us this. Yeah, my mom liked him, so we went to see him. At, Maybe you did. I don't know. Anyway. Now I think about it, it's not that remarkable, but it's cool that you saw Harry Belafonte and when it was he his was prime. so awesome. Oh, my God. He was so good. I just like, anyway, the point is, I never heard the Hole in the Bucket song, and it went on for probably 10 minutes, and it was goddamn delightful. <laughs> so I'm just saying that seeing, hearing what... Um, and if you're Guthrie. 15 and getting that, yeah, I think someone who's into folk music could just kind of chill Yeah, they chill would just sit back yeah. and relax and no, be would have been fine. delighted it's just, by it's that. It's just funny to think about them thinking like, is this ever going to end? Yeah. But, um, well, it's they a good know story, what it was. though. It's like I the whole in the bucket story. It was a good story, so I didn't like, want it hey, to I end. I could go next door and see Bill Cosby, you know? No. They didn't no, know how no. he was bad. Anyway, I'm just saying. made the right choice. I bet the people that were there were not unhappy that that happened. That's all. So you were 15 when you saw Harry Belafonte. Is that the first concert you ever saw? Uh, no, we went. To, we saw uh, my mom and I used to go to these things r- very rarely, but we saw Ray Charles also at probably the Coliseum or somewhere in Seattle. Um, no, uh, that was awesome. Oh, you Sammy when, Davis. when you were a kid, you mean? Yeah, when I was a kid that age, I wasn't really into rock music at all. Okay, because you and Grandma went to see Ray Charles when I was. You a saw, kid too, you saw Ray Charles old. when he was like. Young. I saw him a couple <laughs> times. Yeah, right. I know you saw him when he was old, but I didn't know you'd also seen him when he was young. I've never heard this before. I would remember really? that. Yes. Oh, huh, okay. That's why I asked. So you and saw then, Ray Charles, and you yeah. act like you're kind of apologizing that you didn't go see rock bands, but those are pretty badass things you have seen live. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. when you were uh-huh. young? Yeah. Huh. He, was, that's he, was like, like, he was like my hero. Era, Sammy Davis Jr.? Mm, a little bit after that. Like but, when? Like, I mean, he was still alive. So probably, yeah. That's Rat Pack era. Late Rat okay. Pack era. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. He was one of the best entertainers ever, right? He was kind of a yeah, he was Michael really Jackson sort of protege, not protege, the other way around. But yeah, anyway, starts with yeah. the P. So well, I'm just cool. saying. I, did you know that stuff, Kelly? No, I didn't know any of those people. That is interesting. I mean, I knew you saw Ray Charles as, as an adult, but I thought. Well, I thought I'm you guys were six years old. So make fun of me for seeing like like in Harry. Those Belafonte. are cool things. I think so, but I don't know. If I you guys are well, you didn't tell us because you thought we'd make fun of you, like <laughs> yeah. like one of your kids or whatever when we were talking about concerts. Or well, when you were kids, you wouldn't know what the hell Harry Belafonte was. Oh, Somebody yeah, had that Christmas. We had the Christmas <laughs> album, so that one. That's crazy. Anyway, my point is that's a big, that's shocking Woody news. Guthrie do Elsa's restaurant came out of that place excited and delighted. That's all I'm saying. Even though it yeah. was 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I've told Lily that people are going to be blown away when she uh, tells people she saw Van Halen perform live, especially now because Eddie Van Halen died, so there's no more Van Halen. But like she saw when she was like 15 or whatever. Yeah. But it was like the, probably their last tour, I would imagine. So it's going to sound, sound like she's way older than she is, you know, in like 10 <laughs> years. Yeah, I saw Van Halen. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, yeah. The Roger huh. Waters, like all these old people that she's seen at the end of their careers. It's like if I'd seen Elvis when I was little. I guess Elvis was long dead. John I never Lennon. saw Elvis. Oh, well, what are you going to do? I have one more update. It's the Towering Inferno update. Oh, okay. So we were talking about the Towering Inferno briefly. I don't remember why now. <laughs> because you were always a fan of O.J. Simpson because you could tell he's a good guy. That's right. He's I could that. tell. Well, this is a true thing about O.J. Simpson is when, they were, when James Cameron was making the Terminator, O.J. Simpson was considered to play the role of the Terminator, but James Cameron thought he was like, he'd come across as too nice a guy. So they couldn't oh. meet him. That's a true thing. <laughs> well... At the time, that's why it was so yeah. shocking. Well, it's, yeah. 
I think people who are abusive and weirdos are really good at seeming like good guys too. Yeah, so totally. Makes sense. I, I was trying to tell my kids what that was like when that happened, and it's. I told them it's like if LeBron James murdered his wife right now. We're like, you're like, what? Yeah. OJ Simpson, even though he had a history of domestic violence, but we just didn't like know that. Russell Wilson. Yeah, totally. Like somebody that you think is absolutely upstanding. LeBron James is in movies, though. People know in, people yeah. know LeBron James like, all over the world. Like, OJ Simpson was crazy famous. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. Le- LeBron James has an excellent reputation also, Mom. Yeah. Like, okay. he opens schools and stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, enough of this LeBron James slander from you, Mom. I don't um, even listen to Donald <laughs> Trump talk about him, but trust the rest sued. of us. I feel a, yeah. a lawsuit mom just, coming on. Mom watches a lot of Newsmax, so she's like, shut up and dribble. <laughs> so the Towering Inferno, which O.J. Simpson really is in, uh, along with Fred Astaire, I believe. Uh, oh, God, yeah. That's... It has a lot of weird cameos. Hell, Robert Vaughn and Robert Wagner are both in it. It's the stars Robert of it, Paul Newman and uh, Steve McQueen. It's a very weird movie. It's worth watching, but it's about an hour too long, so beware but i was looking it up for some reason i think i was looking to see what year it came out it was 1974 the year of my birth so i have a special kinship with it yeah and i was shocked to learn it was nominated for best picture in the oscars oh really i remember that being really like cheesy and that must have been a sad year that's what mom just said it was exactly it is really cheesy but it must have been like a special effects kind of thing it was probably like when lord of the rings was nominated it was probably like a big triumph of special effects i'm guessing i don't know mom would know more than me but she said you just said, Mom, I believe, what would you say? It must have been a bad year for movies or something. Would you say? Something like that, <laughs> I, yeah. I forgot. So here are the other movies that were nominated for Best Picture. Lenny, the Lenny Bruce movie directed by Bob Fosse. Hey, yikes. The Conversation. Oh, that was a good movie, though. Chinatown. One. And The Godfather Part Two. Really? So, <laughs> oh. Lenny is 100 times better than The Towering Inferno. I've never seen that, but I've seen... Um... The, oh, those are... Because the conversation Chinatown and The Godfather Part Two are arguably three of like the best five movies ever made. <laughs> They're made the kids same year as The Towering Inferno. <laughs> that is uh, makes you makes you uh, have much less respect for uh, awards. Francis Ford Coppola really on a roll that year. Two pictures, two movies nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, impressive. That's crazy. Yeah, so they they didn't win. Fred Astaire, I think, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, which is funny. Oh God. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of those like he's old he yeah, might not ever win another God. Oscar yeah, kind of a thing this, this, oh, again yeah. it, this really does kind of make you go never mind us and not even worry about who's winning awards because clearly doesn't doesn't mean yeah it's all anything. stupid and you don't remember who it is afterwards are you gonna really watch it bill the godfather part two uh won that year by the way um i don't know i thought about it but i, I don't i don't know if I, if I came across it i probably would i haven't seen it what? Out, so. the towering, the towering inferno? inferno i have a oh, lot of yeah. stuff i want to watch it's I'm better over than that. that one i think i'm done with that the way they the way they put the fire out in that movie is they, because Steve McQueen's a fireman who shows up to help, and the, I think he gets helicoptered up to the top of the building, and he and Paul Newman blow up the water tower, the water tank at oh, the top of the right. building, and then that, pushes, yeah. the water runs down the building and puts it out. That's oh, yeah, I've seen that movie too. It's just been a really long time. Yeah. That's clever. I finally saw um, Die Hard. Oh. oh, hell yeah. Let's talk about that. So good. My God. What a great movie. Oh. <laughs> Also, so you'd never seen it before? No. We should have talked about it before to have you guess like what it was going to be like. Did you? I guess. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like Towering Inferno, and it kind of was, except better. Um, <laughs> it's a lot it made, better. It made wow. it so much more sense, you know. Yeah, um, it's great. It's one of those movies but, that's almost perfect, other than the uh, maybe the Bechdel test kind of stuff. But 
Yeah, well, <laughs> script wise, it doesn't the way matter. It's executed. What the, the wife was pretty pretty good. She was a hardcore business lady. Yeah. Yeah, I so, haven't seen the movie, and it's on my list to see. Well, you've never uh, seen makes, it at all. It makes no. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, wow. Jake's obsession with that movie because they incorporated it into a couple of episodes, and it makes all more sense now. Like there's yeah, yeah I'm familiar a, with the movie uh, just because there's tributes to it in so many shows. Yeah, and that one he. Yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of absorb in the culture. But when you watch it, you'll see that it, you'll see why. I think that's kind of what Mom is saying is like you can see why. This yeah, is like yeah, that makes sense. A significant part of it's it kind of invented that genre. It's like how Forty Eight Hours invented the kind of comp cop like bromance drama comedy. Uh-huh. It's the same thing for that that kind of just like like effects action movie in that era. Like '90s movies are all basically a remake of Die Hard. And that was good. Tis the season, as they say. It's a Christmas movie, so I guess I'll watch it now. (laughs) Yeah, you should watch it now. Um, I watched Die Hard with a Vengeance, which I hadn't seen all the way through, I believe, which is the third Die Hard movie. After the so Die Hard's is Bruce Willis in all of them? Yeah, he is Die Hard. Um, It's sort of like the Rocky movies, where the first one is like a genuinely good movie, like could have won an Oscar, good and like really tightly written and well, you know, all the everything comes together really well. Yeah. The second movie is basically just a remake of the first movie to make money. And it's like, you know, everybody's cooler and whatever. Like, <laughs> I, th- I believe Die Hard 2 takes place on an airplane. I remember seeing it a long time ago, but it's kind of boring. So I didn't bother watching it. And then by the third movie, they start to become kind of a superhero. Yeah. And then there are like two or three more movies after that where see, he's just like basically I'm unkillable. Done. I just want to see the first one, the classic. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm good. But th- I was going to say the, the later ones, mostly, if not all of them, they would have a sc- an action movie script that somebody wrote and then they would like pass it around and go, and then Bruce Willis would get wind of it and be like, let's make this a diehard movie. And then they just rewrite it to be a diehard movie. So like the plot of this is there's a terrorist that's going to like, it makes them do puzzles to figure shit out so they can disarm bombs and stuff. But that was the uh-huh. whole separate script. And then they just retrofitted it to be a diehard movie by oh, making it John McClane. I mean, it seems like it'd make for better movies if you take a good script and, format it that way instead of just yeah so just trying to think about another way he can get into trouble yeah <laughs> like in, in the first die hard i feel like when he's he kills a bunch of people but he seems like he feels bad about it and it's like hard for him to do it and he's like you know walking on glass and in pain and stuff but uh-huh. by the third one he's like he shoots an elevator full of people and he's just covered in oh, blood yeah, and like yeah. laughing about it sort of like <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> is this guy just like a psychopath this guy a serial killer so yeah. apparently all he is now Die Hard of the Vengeance, so it's good. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's also in it, and he's great, as, like as yeah. normal, as he usually he is. Did. It's also just one of those absurd 90s action movies. I kind of want to figure out when the last unironic action movie was made. It's probably like 1998. I was thinking <laughs> of a heist movie today. Have you guys been watching about the vaccine that's in the uh, – this is changing the subject, but not completely because I'm, I'm writing a heist movie. The um, <laughs> vaccine from Pfizer has to be like it. 10,000 degrees below zero. Yeah. And they, there was, they had a guy in the news who said, yeah, these are, there's a, it's in a protected room or a secure room in a secure building in a secure site. I mean, come on. That is heist movie. Oh, you think someone should steal the vaccine? Why should we make a movie about it? Who's going to steal it? All the rich people are going to get it first anyway. Well, (laughs) not if, yeah, exactly. They have rich, rich money. Like steal steal it from the rich? No, you steal it and then sell it back to the rich people. Yeah, steal it to the rich people so they can get it on the black market sooner. Or whatever. I don't know. Like, get Details some shady to doctor to do it. That's yeah, a good well, idea. I'm just saying. 
Beverly Hills doctor. Sammy Davis Jr. in a garbage truck. Yeah. And go from there, and the uh, heist movie uh, writes itself. I have some bad news about the status of Johnny Jr. there, Mom. <laughs> What's that guy's name? John, Johnny Jr.? <laughs> you almost got it. Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> okay, Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> he just Jr. had a stroke. Who died of being old and skinny. <laughs> yeah, famously, his dad said, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we were in Las Vegas, and they had that thing, the over-the-head thing. And the Fremont Street Experience has a big screen, or did. You, I don't know yeah. what it's like now. It's probably different, but they probably and tore was, that shit out. It was, they had a, a Can you imagine of, how different Vegas is now than last time you were there? No. Kind of weed legal, too. Oh, man. And a pandemic? Yeah. Well, the best. after the pandemic, I'll, I'll be interested. Right now, hey, Bill, so you want to go get real high in Vegas right now? <laughs> yeah. No. With a mask on? Just in the You're casino staring at stuff? This is great. i to go to Las Vegas right now. I'll tell you when. I know. It's a joke. I'll tell you when. We'll go all together. I don't want to go to Vegas ever again. It sucks. No, it doesn't. I love Vegas. I'm curious if tourists get too high there and like it's a whole thing to deal with like every single night. I bet if you went to the airport too, you could get a lot of free weed with people ditching it. Oh, yeah. What, Mom? Why would high people be worse than drunk people? Oh, just like having freakouts because they get too high on edibles because they're tourists. Or just like doing dabs or whatever. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's legal there. It's not legal. Okay. Coming from some state where they just get like ditch weed that sucks and then getting like really strong like joints that have like wax in them and smoking that in a casino, losing their minds. Think, oh, I'm Hunter Thompson. And then just like crying because it's too hot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like 120 degrees. That'd be awful. To freak out on weed, like just eating too many edibles and then having it be desert hot out, or inside a casino. Well, you want you take your choice. How <laughs> yeah. overwhelming a casino would be inside. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. You can either be in there or where you're in like an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two choices. Yeah, sounds fun. But yeah, but they're probably like visibly. They must have to train the casino people to deal with it. Yeah, I was wondering that. Like just for security guards and stuff, how much more they're dealing with. But I mean, it is probably not any worse because it's no. not threatening and they're it's not peeking on drunk. you. But yeah, but it's still, like that, it's probably odd. It's like that old SNL sketch where uh, Jimmy Carter's doing a call-in show and someone calls up and says they took too much acid or they took bad acid or something. And Jimmy Carter's like, no, what is, he's like, asked what, it, what kind of acid it was. And he's like, okay, that's uh, this kind of acid. And he's like, <laughs> but he says, if you've got a beer, you want to go ahead and drink it? I thought that was such a funny line, like telling someone, <laughs> drink a beer. If you take bad acid, the first thing you want to do is drink a beer. Because sometimes they calm you down. Like if you if you get too high, that. it works to drink a beer sometimes. I've definitely been too high and figured or leveled it out with alcohol before. Yeah. Like not. It's fun to do in a bar. Cause probably they, not feeling great. I had to do that at a show once with you um, <laughs> at the Crocodile. Which show was it? It was uh, the one that... El- Elvis, Elvis was at? Clownvis was at? That wasn't Elvis. That was Clownvis. No, we saw Elvis. It was not yeah, Elvis cl- Presley. That was Clownvis. The oh. Clown Elvis. Is that why he only sang the Reading Rainbow song? <laughs> That's right. Take a fucking look. Okay, I'm tired of you guys book. talking about whatever you're talking about. Talk about something interesting. But it's fun to all get right. too high and go to a bar and be like freaked out and then get a bar and then get a beer, I mean, and then drink that and feel better. It's like, oh, now I feel good about being in this I had bar. to have like four beers before I felt better. <laughs> and I had to have Herman order them for me because I thought everyone at the bar was looking at me funny. That rules. That's so, cool. Yeah. We were also in a weird place where they could see us, right? Maybe it was just me. You just thought they could see you. From the stage? Yeah, because there was a part where I was standing up, so I was like in their sight line the whole time. 
We saw oh, Tim yeah. Heidecker and Neil Hamburger and Clownvist. Great show. Yeah, it was. That sounds like a complete nightmare. Kelly, get I this part say, out. It's really boring. Something um, that's going to calm me down in your high enough is... Attention. Okay. Yeah. Something that's going to calm me down in your high, though, is the Reading Rainbow song. So I felt that's like true. that uh, worked really well. Yeah, th- that, that did mellow everybody out. Okay, <sighs> yeah, Mom, let's talk about down. some of your stuff. Uh, Alice's Restaurant. Call All right, me. I'll put it in right here. <laughs> put it in the whole thing. Um, do you want to talk about how you broke my phone today, Mom? Shit. Did you break someone's shit. phone? That's my shit. Because I just week. broke someone's phone. You're copying <laughs> yeah. me. My, God damn it. Kelly wanted us to come take pictures, or me or dad or whatever. We both came eventually to take pictures. She needed a picture for her work, uh, whatever you call that thing, you know, identity. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, so we came as a beautiful sunny day. Identity. <laughs> it's for a bio thing I had to provide a picture for. Yeah. So anyway. your identity. Yeah. Your work identity. Sure. There's a word for it. I can't think of it. Anyway. Um, Biography? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to forget to leave that space in when I see it and I don't hear the reaction for a while. I'm so, just going to automatically cut it. She hands me her phone and it's made out of ice and I dropped the goddamn thing and I broke the back and the front. It's, she's had that phone for like a month. Oh, so. man. I know. So it's been the- longer than that. It's just been like six months, but um, it, it's not a very expensive phone. I'm I'm taking it very well. Well, I had to get Andrea's phone fixed, which was an expensive phone, and uh, because I broke it. But I was able to take it to the mall where the Apple Store is yesterday. I have to make an appointment, and they have to go inside the mall and wait in line, and then you talk to the people, and they bring you in because you have an appointment, and then they. There's people in there just shopping, though. And I was like, what What are these people doing? Just looking at Apple Watches during a pandemic. Because I was, like, terrified to be in there, you know? Yeah, you I was like, be. I want to get in and out of here. So I dropped it off. I left. Lily came with me. And then we went. We took off and came back when it was ready. And we're in there as little time as we could. But there were people that were just, like, hanging out in the mall. Like, eating pretzels and, like, just looking at stuff. And I was like, how could you think that's – how does this not stress you out? I don't know. That's see, that's the thing that's interesting to me too. Is like how we. I mean, I don't want to be. Yeah. Because um, I've been going to the store, but I don't like linger at the store. Actually, I've been like around other people and like in the whatever you know grocery not grocery store, but like even like Bartels. I go in and out, and I'll get next to Dad. I'm like, and I start to walk away. I'm like, wait a minute, it's okay. I'm married to him. I can get next to him. Oh yeah, it's, you know what I mean. It's like I just have this just automatically. Now like, of, yeah, it's going to be yeah. weird when it goes back to normal because people are going to act weird for a while. I I am, yeah. It's real weird. Maybe we'll just stop talking to each other at grocery stores, which would be kind of nice. Why? I like to talk to people at grocery stores. Well, because I don't like to talk to people in grocery stores. Well, then I'm don't don't talk to them. Okay. Anyway. No, I want um, them to not talk to me is the problem. Nobody talks to you at a grocery store. What are you talking about? Okay. Do they? What do they say? Hey, you're tall. Can you get that for me? Okay. Here's no, I, what I don't you mind do. doing that. You say, go over um, to the mop section, get a mop, and, and knock it yeah. down. What are the, the mops too high then? It's like the hole in the bucket song you're talking about. They're not, because I do it all the time in a grocery store. I go get the you mops. Would, do I you really? Boxed. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I really want to see that. Well, how else am I going to get it? I'm five foot tall. Find a tall guy. Well, if there's not it's one. It's part just... of the tall guy's code. You have to help shorter people get stuff from the I top. I know, but if there's not somebody tall, then I just do it myself. I have had that happen to me a few times at the store. Like an old lady will be like, can you get that for me? Well, yeah, I'm doing it so there's somebody there who can reach it. but There's always a taller guy in there. Well, I don't hunt them down. You should make Herman come do it because he's always making fun of you for being short. <laughs> I 
I'll just make him come shopping with me. Get, Kelly, are you get there? The car. We lost Kelly. Kelly. Uh-oh. Kelly, we can't hear you if you're talking. Kelly. Oh, wow. This is weird. So what do we do? We just do it without Kelly, I guess, until she yeah. comes back. Okay. I'm going to text her and let her know we maybe can't she, hear her. Maybe she got too high and went to get a beer. Um, <laughs> that could be. Asked you like four times if you thought, if you um if it made you feel good when people asked you to get this stuff. It's on so a funny. Shelf. It's so funny because like that happens to me and it's happened to mom a couple times. But I don't think it's ever happened to you. It's such a weird experience to go through for the first time because you're totally like, and because you'd never <laughs> dropped off. I thought you just were like either too high or just not wanting to talk. <laughs> That's a good guess. Normally, so it did make me feel good. Mom, thanks for asking mom too about that. Um. <laughs> Like <laughs> a mom's like denying that she, uh, the mop thing is hilarious. Yeah. Have you seen mom try to get something off her shelf in in her kitchen? She'll just like I, grab I'm, a butcher knife and like teeter yeah. it off the edge. Yeah. And just catch it like a can of corn in the old baseball parlance. Yeah. How else? How do you do it? I just reach up and get it because I'm tall. Yeah, Bill doesn't know what that's like. I know, oh, God. I know. She's so goddamn mad. I know. And I always assume everyone's about as tall as me. And I'm like, <laughs> when I stand in a crowd, I'm like, oh, no, they're not at all. Have you I ever get, stood on something that's like five inches taller than you? It makes a huge Me? difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I have I know. a stool that's exactly. Occasionally, I'll see somebody taller. that's like six nine, and I'm like, oh my god, look how tall that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be weird to be able to. The see weirdest everything. thing is when there's a woman that's as tall or taller than me because I've seen like five in my life. Yeah, it's very uncommon. What's weird for me is seeing somebody shorter than me, <laughs> which again yeah. has happened maybe five times in my life, like in a grocery store line or something. It was like like four ten or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just like mind boggling to me that somebody could be that short. And I feel like that's how everybody thinks I am. I, guess. <laughs> I, know. I know it's like such a small distinction. Like I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, you know. Well, I'm three inches taller here. than Mom. It's not like. I'm it's weird how it's so, there's like big leaps and how you perceive people's height where it's like, you know, five ten to six feet seems bigger than five eight to five ten or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So we had an interesting experience this week. What happened? Okay. We're in the car. Come out of the garage. You and dad? Turn right. Yeah. Up onto <laughs> Street, which is kind of a... Don't tell people exactly where you live. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get in here. We have a concierge. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> So we go up, and there's a woman in a wheelchair on too. the corner who's going to go in front of us. Uh huh. And she stops because I guess she wasn't positive Dad was going to stop. So Dad stops the car, and she starts up again in her electric wheelchair and gets I don't know what happened, but anyway, she falls out like oh my god, oh my god, yeah, I know. It was scared the shit out of me. So Dad like you know stops the was car, like puts on emergency brake. <laughs> huh? Was it like jackass? And like Johnny Knoxville flies out of a wheelchair or whatever. No. So, oh my God, it was it was like it was weird as hell. So, I got out of the car, and then this guy who'd been walking this dog down the hill turned around. I didn't see him come back, but I I mean, he I wasn't looking. I was looking at the woman, and but anyway, he came kind of running up the hill, and he um, he's like, "Here, just let's." And he's trying to get her up, and she she was really. Uh, I don't know. She couldn't. She was, she was not able to get herself up. That was clear. Yeah, she had to be lifted up. So this guy's like doing the yeoman's effort to, and he had a dog. So he's like, "Here, hold my dog's leash." And I, so I've got the dog, and I'm trying to, you know, there wasn't a hell of a lot I could do. So he's kind of 
getting in front and pulling her up and everything. And he's like, here, pull, put her chair over here. Those electric chairs, I'd never touched one before. Uh-huh. Oh, but it real kind heavy. of acted like it just went pretty quick. So I was trying to get it next to her, or behind her without like whacking into her. So finally, the, and then some other guy came over and helped the first guy get her up and in the chair. And she like, they had to like lift her legs up to get her back in and everything. It was, it was oh, quite geez. a, it was a real operation. But anyway, she kept saying, oh, I'm sorry. And like, that's not to be sorry about. You're like, do anything. you're Good ruining Lord, my whole day. Yeah, I just, yeah, really. in front of me. Oh my God. So anyway, so they, they got her in and she just finally, you know, was all settled in and probably pretty rattled, but she took. She was you know, okay. Just, yeah, seemed to be. She didn't seem to have any injuries or any, Man. you know, she didn't. So she just dumped it on the sidewalk? In the street. I mean, in the street? Like she, she just. Yeah, like the cutout. She got stuck somehow in the cutout. Oh, okay. And landed in the street. Oh, my God. It Yeah, it could have been, you know, a whole bunch of ways awful. Yeah. But anyway, so they got awful. her back in the chair. She took off. And then the guy took his um, dog back, dog leash, and started back down the hill. And he reached down and picked up what I thought was a cigarette. <laughs> took a drag off of it. it was weed it was such a joint oh my god <laughs> our car smelled like weed until we because you know where we live yeah by the space needle we got all the way back down to like piner square before the car aired out it was <laughs> how did he get weed in your car he took a puff off of his he the, the he just dropped the joint when he came running up he dropped it on the sidewalk he didn't uh-huh. put it Which out is the outside of your car yeah so how, did he, how did it get on the inside of your car he just took a drag off the joint and just somehow the were the windows the, down in the car yeah the smoke came in okay. the yeah the That's window was down piece of information. okay i see that okay i see the question now yeah the, my window was down in the car because <laughs> you made it sound like you took a drag of a joint in your car that you had dropped kind of or blew okay. it into your car or something or he blew it in your car like car. hey suckers he didn't do it on purpose Suck it, dicks. okay i'm just saying that it was such a, a crazy strong yeah uh cloud of smoke that it took like we're brought to you by Sean Kemp's yeah. weed store. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking when you were telling that story of the guy with the dog showing up and I was imagining me having Max and doing that and having to just tell the people like, if I come over there, I'm just going to make it worse with him. Like I can't, <laughs> this isn't going to work out for me. Could you hand up to someone you. else though? No, no oh. way. Huh. He'd, he'd lose his mind. He'd probably get out of his harness and then it'd be like a whole other layer of shittiness going on. Yeah. You know? yeah. Why does he like other people? He just doesn't trust anybody. You've seen it. He's barked at you. You know him pretty well. He's barked at me when I come inside before. Hmm. All right. Well, he's nuts. He's just a little anxious. Yeah, he's he's getting better already. But so that happened. Well, I'm glad that she was okay and that you were able to help out. Yeah, I'm glad good people were around at the time who all rushed to help her. Yeah, it was it was actually kind of cool that those two two guys both came over. um, So the guy's joint was burning the whole time. Yeah, that rules. I don't know why that was. That's the part that surprised me. And I saw him pick it up, and I thought, I mean, I can sort of see in the in the rush, you just kind of drop it. And I, I guess I assumed write, it was a uh, cigarette. A rant into the paper about that. About people smoking joints in my no, car? about the guys helping. You mean a rave? A rave, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I don't know the difference. I should, yeah. It's because mommy really always say ranting and raving when she just meant ranting. <laughs> it's mom's fault for sure. <laughs> I like that phone that she broke earlier. Yeah. Shit. All right, well, we should take a break and come back with some uh, more bullshit, I guess. Okay, I have an ice cream truck, too. All right. I'm full of it this week. All right. All right, okay. (laughs) Whatever, hey. See you soon. You say so. 
Kelly. I it's it's Christmas. Knock it off. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. See you soon. <laughs> Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela once again now. Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Five hundred dollars, friends are lost. Woman even sell me cat and horse. Hey, uh, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, sing up the chorus. Matilda, sing a little louder. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Once again now, Matilda, going round the corner. Matilda, sing up the chorus. Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Well, the money was to buy me house and land. Then she got a serious plan. Hey, Matilda, she take me money and run Venezuela. Everybody, Matilda, 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 she take me money and run Venezuela. Once again now, Matilda, going round the corner, Matilda. Well, the money was just inside me bed, stuck up in a pillow beneath me head. Don't you know? Matilda, she found me money. Everybody. Matilda. Matilda. Matilda, she made me money and run Venezuela. Once again now. Matilda. Welcome back from the break, Nutballs. We are ready for some ice cream trucks of the week. I didn't have one, but you said you do, Mom. I do. Um, it's a it's a little one, but it's kind of it's kind ice of cream pleasant. truck of the week for those of you who are new to the show is the opposite of a shit list. We, Kelly decided that the opposite of ice cream or of shit is ice cream. Yeah. The opposite of list is a truck. No, just an ice cream truck <laughs> is a way you'd convey ice cream. The way a shit list is a way you convey like things that are shit. Exactly. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. So this ice cream truck of my week is last week uh, in the Sunday paper, which we take a physical paper. I was reading along, reading along, and there's an article about this lady who does, you know, those little uh, free libraries that people put in front of their houses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she there. there's a network of them that are food. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, you know, you can just put some whatever in there and somebody comes along who needs some food and takes it and then, you know. No questions asked. Just put stuff in there, and if you want it, take it. And we went up to. There's one up on. Uh, doesn't matter nearby in yeah. Seattle. You just cleaned and it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the ice. Ate cream all the part. food right there. Such <laughs> a salami we and stuff. Took some stuff up there, and uh, we did it again today, this afternoon. That's a good idea, and especially downtown cool. where you live. That's a good place to have that. Yeah, well, it's not, yeah, it's not nice. downtown. It's up. It's up. Uh, it's off Yeslord. If anybody's nobody knows what that is, but it's it's kind of a. Uh, 
Well, it's in Seattle. It's community. Yeah. It's a, there's, it's a there's, dense urban area. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a front of somebody's house, and there's a little library as well. I didn't even think about taking books there, but anyway, it was pretty That's pretty cute. cool. Because nice. when I went there last week, I kind of took note of what was in there, and this week it was completely different. Huh. And so we took you know just stuff, and I also I also always have this issue with. Did you bring good stuff or old things? like old like like bland banana bread? No, I they don't <laughs> want stuff that's not um, packaged. That makes sense. But I did take an onion and I took some garlic because I figure if you tomato sauce, garlic, onion, that's a good start, right? Yeah. Yeah, that it's makes sense to pasta, me. That kind of thing. Uh, marinara sauce, refried beans, stuff like that. I'm not, well, see, that's the, that was what I started to say is do you think you should buy like one really good thing or a bunch of crappy stuff? Because I bought it. I mean, stuff. I didn't. Well, like macaroni in a box or. Yeah, buy that. But what about like something good? I don't know. Kelly, you should use this and cut it up and then pretend like you're interviewing mom and asking her questions and she's answering food that is funny to answer for the question. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what's yes. the fanciest food you've ever eaten? Macaroni in a box. <laughs> well, you know what I mean though. I <laughs> mean, garlic, when you're thinking onion, about it. You're, just, you're listing a lot of food. It's funny. I figure if people don't, um, would, it be, would it be better to have some like treat or just Macaroni you could throw some fruit roll-ups in there, sure. Yeah. But but fruit I mean, roll-ups. Oh, really treats, those are horrible. Anyway, so I bought some uh, those stupid granola bars that I don't think anybody should eat. And I threw a handful of Halloween candy in there because we have like still seven pounds of Halloween candy. No, Good Halloween candy too. Um, what else did I take? I can't remember. Anyway. It's Christmas candy now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could still do it. You could still be like. What's your favorite dinner to have? Handful of Halloween candy. Well, I feel like people um, have kids, you know. I know, and you don't even I, have to no, have kids. I, no, I eat I'm not candy. saying that's not my point at all. That what a weird defense for what I was saying. Yeah. Um, that's good that you brought food. What, was that the point that you're good? You're just telling us how good you are. Your ice cream truck of the week is you. Not me. The people that that maintain those little boxes. So, so you, because you put the food in it. Well, you're the hero. But I wouldn't have any place to put it if somebody didn't do the boxes. That's true. That is a good idea. I just think it's funny that you talked about all the weird food you put in there, like a garlic. But it, weird. Yeah. As a reminder in general, though, Bill, you work for a food bank and they they do go a lot further with cash donations if that's, that's something true. you're looking to donate to, right? Yeah. I think that, yeah. And I think that those things are probably good for like surplus food that you have that you're not going to eat. Yeah. And the I mean, that, it, it, it's serving another need. It's not like you shouldn't put food in those pantries, but if you're donating to a yeah. bigger one, go if ahead and give donate, a check because they give, have connections. Yeah, but I also wonder if those get to people that don't use a food bank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's the idea is that people, yeah. yeah, just like in an extreme, extreme emergency, you can't even get to a food bank or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I do both. I like the idea of both, but I like the idea of those little pantries because it was completely, it wasn't empty, but it was completely different food. So clearly yeah. people are, Oh, definitely, taking, I'm sure. Giving and taking, so that's good. Well, that's good. That is a good ice cream truck. Um, I don't have an ice cream truck per se, but I wanted to talk about Christmas lights, which I do like. Um, we, we put up Christmas lights. It seems like, okay. I, thought, I thought people might go more nuts. They kind of did on our street, but the street over, there's only one house with lights on it. Maybe they're still getting getting it up. It's but, early. Yeah, it's a little early, but it seems like... We haven't had the first weekend in December yet. That's true. You would have to um, do it the weekend of Thanksgiving, so I think this would be when it ramps up. But uh, Andrea told me about one of her coworkers who lives in a neighborhood in Redmond, the town that we live in. And uh, th- one of their neighbors has a display with Santa peeing off the roof onto a snowman. <laughs> so we're going to go try oh, to wow. find it. She, we were walking yeah. Max today and, and she said, 
you want to go drive around and look at Christmas lights? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I want to go try to find that Santa. I absolutely want to see a picture of that when you I'll find it. I'll take a video it. of it if we can I find don't. it. I want them to, I want you to shoot that Santa in the head. She has a pretty good oh. idea of where it is. I think she can find it. What do you mean? Oh. So that sounds pretty what? classy. That's a really it. violent reaction to that. You want to shoot it in the head? They started it. Mom, I have a okay. question for you. Okay. So I'm 46 years old. I'm squarely middle-aged. And I think that's um, tacky. I think having a peeing Santa is a really tacky thing to do for Christmas, especially mm-hmm. like I'm not a religious person. I'm a I'm an atheist. I don't have any religion at all. I wasn't raised religious. But I, I yeah. think it's a little bit offensive for a religious holiday, personally. So when you were a kid, what was was it more like because you were a kid in like the 60s, right? The 50s and yeah. 60s, a little yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. So it would have been were the decorations and things more. Were they very Santa focused? Were they more religious? Were they more like bows and garlands? You know, probably solid 50 50. I mean, there was, you know, there were, um, relig- you know, like the nativity scenes and things like that would yeah. be in public places. And you grew up in sure. Texas and California, which are pretty yeah. different places, Texas, I guess. But. Yeah. But I mean, I remember seeing, you know, it, it was, I remember this, like probably seventies, when the, the idea of having a Christian uh, religious thing in public places was not right. Cool. So when you were growing up, it would have been considered tacky to have like a big plastic Santa thing, but that became a thing more not in the seventies really. or eighties. No, I think that was that was. I guess no, in the fifties, that was still a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. a thing. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I mean, like in someone's yard. Or like on their house. Was that a thing then? I, I think guess it was. part of it then yeah. is that stuff would have been really expensive then. That's true. Like um, a blow up thing like that would have been. I don't think that's even existed. No, they didn't. But so I think that's I think that's part of what I'm getting at is like the thing you would have would be like a plastic thing that looked like those kind of the the art of that era, right? Like a, we had those candle lamps that were like a big tall yeah. candle lamp that looked like a drawing from the book from that era. But now it's like Snoopy, like on the fl- flying his treehouse as Santa or whatever, like blown up, blown away with a light on it. And it seems like tacky <laughs> to me. And I just wonder if people were like that back then. We're like, I don't like these big plastic Santas on people's houses. They should go back to just having a cross or whatever. Were people like okay. that back then? For Like, is it always is so. it a generational no. thing? Or are we no, accelerating at was... such a rate of tackiness that I'm just picking oh, up on I that? No, there's always been tacky. It's, it's always but been. Do you think people reacted like they, like the stuff that we think is classic now, did people at the time think was a tacky? Probably. I guess if you watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special, the part that's supposed to be really tacky looks cool now. Yeah. I want to also ask, Bill, you just compared Snoopy driving his doghouse around to a Santa peeing down the roof. Like, I get that that one's trashy, the Santa, but... I, I didn't... I didn't. You just um, mean in general those blow-ups are trashy, but I didn't that follow that through, because I will say those have been around for level, maybe 15 right? or 20 years, <laughs> those blow-up things. Yeah. And I think at the time I thought, oh, those are kind of tacky, but now they just seem normal even for me and now the idea of a santa peeing or like an elaborate animated goofy like gross thing might seem Uh normal in 20 years we might be like of course everybody has santa peeing on the roof i don't think so i think i don't think it's or a reindeer shitting people still have a (laughs) yeah people do the reindeers humping people still have a a visceral reaction to that being uncool but do you think they always will yeah yeah i don't know yeah i do because i don't think i don't think you could have gotten away with doing that at all 10 years ago well, getting away with it and having to pack your two different things. I think they're the same amount of Calvin peeing on truck exactly. decals now as there were 20 don't years you think, ago. Don't you think your reaction to that is, there's also probably grosser bumper stickers now. Right. But That's my true. reaction is still the same. It's like you're yeah. you're a hillbilly. You're 
there's something you're a tacky hillbilly. And it's on the same percentage of trucks and the same percentage. I thought that at the time, the first time I saw it, and I still think it. And I think that's the same with the Santas. Yeah, you're either. I do like a Calvin peeing on the Ford logo. (laughs) It would be funny if the the inflatables became not a war of like size or impressiveness, but just like dirtiness, like just Santas. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if people started doing that, having like not dirty, like gross. Like, I don't think it'll be pornographic necessarily or scatological or whatever, but I could see them people making like tacky animated things. Become, Do you think like, they make escalated. Santa on a toilet right now? Let's bet on it. All three of us, we're going to bet so on what, it. This what do you mean? A like a, like a, anything you could buy that depicts Santa on a toilet? No, a blow up yard? one. A, a blow up one? I don't think they make a blow up one. No. I think you might be able yet. to buy a light of Santa. I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on like a light, like a neon light thing or like a christmas light thing that's shaped in a, a there are santa definitely toilet santa christmas decorations that have toilet santa i want to know if there's specifically a blow-up one <laughs> and i, th- I, I, I think i bet so. there is all right i bet there's not i bet you guys 15 dollars each okay i already owe you 15 dollars. 30 dollars for me okay that's how you can afford it you betting mom on this well yeah she can afford it because i'm gonna give her except for we're gonna for split s- the money if we win that sucks well okay just bet mom Okay. No, I'm betting both of you. A minute. All right. I'll uh, I'll follow up next week. Next week we'll get the toilet Santa follow up. Um, this episode's called Toilet Santa. Of course it's it not. is. Sorry, mom. When you yeah. learn how to upload the podcasts, you can choose the names. We were we were hanging up the Christmas lights, and I used I was using this pole that we have. That's like one of those extension poles. It wasn't an extension pole. It's just like a thing you screw into like a mop head or whatever. Uh-huh. And Andrea had put a coat hanger bent kind of in the shape of a heart like a a round kind of bent over with a dent in it for using the yeah. hanging the lights and i was like oh this is a tool that somebody made for a specific oh, purpose yeah. exactly so that was, that was my update week. for that is andrea made a device for doing that because we have instead of having to get on a ladder to put the lights up because you can reach it for most of it and then you have to or i can <laughs> that's my again this is my job because i'm the tall guy i can reach yeah. the eaves on the ends but not in the middle so you don't want to get on a ladder just for that little bit and have to move it so having oh, yeah, a stick like that works really cool. well. That's cool. That's a good idea. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So American ingenuity. That's what we Yeah, if anyone that. else has anything of that nature. If you're in Italy. Yeah, let us know. Tools, yeah, we want to hear umpirepantspod at gmail.com. Like my wife. <laughs> uh, speaking of Christmas and Christmas decorating, I uh, was talking to Herbert the other night about getting a Christmas tree. And I was like, should we borrow my mom and dad's car? And then I was like, oh, wait. I don't think we can get away with that when they're here, like borrowing their car to put a Christmas tree inside of it, <laughs> which is why we would borrow their car instead of tying it on top of ours. Yeah, because you, like, you previously didn't have a car, so you'd need to borrow their car because there's no other way to get a Christmas tree. But now you're well, like, the first time just, they put it on easier. top. And then they figured out they could just shove it inside. Yeah, and then it smells great. Your whole car does. Yeah. yeah. Except for the needles all over the place. And yeah, we were that's laughing not, about. That's not that cool. I started just cracking up like about the fact that I think it's okay to borrow your car when you're out of the country and put a whole Christmas tree inside of it. <laughs> but it's like, cause your car's always just shredded inside. So yeah, it's just filthy. Practically don't even notice. Yeah. I did notice though. You have like the, it's really bad right car, now. the kind of car you always now. see at the library. That's just full of like just weird garbage. Yeah. It's not weird garbage. There's camping like, chairs so we can go visit tomorrow. Clothes and stuff. Yeah. And clothes that belong to Kelly that need to go to Goodwill. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And you know what? We were like on the way. And I'm like, wait a goddamn minute. They have a car. I don't know how <laughs> we end up with this. <laughs> the oh, car's not funny. that big. 
The car's trunk uh, leaks. It's big enough. They can take two trips. I'm so used to them not having a car. It didn't occur to me when she said, can you take my stuff to Goodwill? I'm like, sure, I can do, you know, we always do. And we're like, wait a goddamn minute. Do you have a car? Oh, are you going anyway? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, almost. That was, that was almost tricky, a good thing. Trixie, you, um, can I borrow your car to get a Christmas tree? No. <laughs> Um, we got a Christmas tree too already because not two before you, <laughs> we got it one last weekend actually, because, um, we were a little worried they'd sell out or whatever. They'd just be shitty ones left over. Yeah. Like so we just pumpkins. went to home Depot. We brought Max into the Christmas tree area. Andrea was walking and oh. was like fully ready for someone to yell at her and be like, okay, I won't bring him in. But nobody yeah. said anything. So it was like 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. So it was, there's hardly anybody there. Uh-huh. But I noticed people buying Christmas tree stands, a couple of people, and also um, a tree skirt. So I was get, I was assuming that people are buying real trees for the first time. Like, oh, probably. Like we, like we kind of guessed was happening. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Although we're going to need a new tree stand this year if we can find a good one. Herman's tired of ours. <laughs> That's one of those amazing things that seems like they should have figured out by now. Yeah. Well, they it's like a better mousetrap. There's like a thousand different designs. No, but there's a mousetrap that kills mice, though. There's not a christmas tree stand that's any good there's all of them are bad well they can't all be bad i mean i've never heard of a good one oh have you ever seen everybody's christmas tree is upright mostly mostly but they're not easy <laughs> to deal with all over yeah and they're a pain to, in the to balls to get down adjust. the floor and, yeah to i don't know why i'm trying and... to defend christmas tree stands i don't give a damn yeah you don't do a damn thing about that no i never have i watch you just people yell at people to make it straight yeah it's my job we were at Aunt Mary's house once decorating the tree, as was the tradition forever. And uh, <laughs> she, I think the tree was like getting adjusted and she was telling them to move it and that, or it was crooked. I don't remember. But she goes, everybody get on the floor and screw. Because <laughs> she was telling them to adjust the screws. But I, yeah. now I don't know if that was like an intentional joke or not. But it no, it really wasn't. Funny. I don't think it was. I think okay. she was oblivious but everybody else thought it was pretty funny because she did tell her handful of nuts joke a lot that it's yeah. you should always try to have a handful of nuts every day yeah <laughs> and that was with a giggle yeah that was as racy as she ever got which is probably a good thing really <laughs> somebody's tearing out on a motorcycle out, outside you guys hear that no how did you get that here. sound <clears throat> i know maybe though maybe we'll hear him at your house later <laughs> would it be funny we hear all three of our houses um, like 20 minutes later and then <laughs> two seconds later. Yeah. Uh, Mom, do you have a stair update for us? Oh, try stair to update. Keep it, try to keep it confusing. Uh, hold on. She's at four and a half. <laughs> I'm going to say 15, 15 flights. All right. Okay. That's a lot. So isn't it? you went. I think so. How many were you going at the oh, time? See, don't get me started. Three. Okay. That, no, that you answered right away. That's fine. Okay. Because you, you could have guys... done sets of four. You don't seem to be able to understand this. That's all. No, well, yeah, because you're describing it in a weird way, and now we magically do understand it because you're saying it in a normal way. I don't think I'm saying it any different at all. Go back and listen to some old episodes, all of you, and see what she's, what kind of mess she got into trying to explain this. Yeah, we might have to make a montage of that at some point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I have some good news. Okay. Oh, yeah? Good, I'll uh, take it. The recipe segment's going to be coming back. Oh, nice. Thanks to my good friend, Megan. Oh, what's she got going on? She had siblings in yep. Mr. McCoy's class. Oh, whoa. <gasps> oh, and my her God. mom had the books, and she's going to send me copies. Hell awesome. yeah. So, um, she going to photocopy it and send, you, send it to you? I assume so. I hope I don't have to, to care for originals, but if I do, I'll be very careful. 
<laughs> if we wear white but gloves, all... those cotton gloves like you're in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you better. I should be doing that because uh, my, my care and gentleness with books is known to not be great. And you can tell from our hint book that's falling apart and the recipe book that's falling apart. I just like well, to covers be fair, off that... of them. Yeah, the recipe book's book like 40 like years old. From 1948. Yeah, they're both pretty old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you've also opened the hint book about 20,000 times just for this stupid thing. That's true. Speaking of which, we should do Kelly's hint list. Stupid. How do yeah, you? Yeah, we should. But also, I wanted to say real quick that I have had two dreams um, in the last month about hugging Megan because I miss her. <laughs> her <laughs> so soft, sad. soft cheeks and her soft, soft boobies. <laughs> okay. Kelly, okay. I'll enough out of you. Uh, yeah, we got all teary-eyed, missing, missing <laughs> Megan's boobs. Welcome uh, to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. Bill, you go first. Okay, let's do 766. Okay. Which I think will be about how to get st- no, uh, oil. How to get oil out? No, just oil in general. Oh, just about oil in general. Oh, that's so, a good guess. You said six, 768? 766. Six. Because we're in the uh, lower bills for gas, electric, and telephone, Ooh. so you might get oil here. Okay. No need to wait and wait for the water in the double boiler to come to a boil. A little salt in the water will bring it to a boil in a jiffy. Oh, my God. That's not true. That's not? No. We did. We. Oh, my God. We were in Costa Rica one time. Are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. I do. I'm mad at whoever thinks that that's that's what makes it boil. It, it causes a temporary bubbling, but it doesn't make it boil faster. <laughs> Is that how true? Did you, how did you find yes. this out? Did you do this like in a lab? No, or we looked you it up on the internet. Do things? Oh, you looked on the internet. We looked on the internet at a whole bunch of things, and you guys can do the same thing. Are you it talking about co- when we were <laughs> we were there with? Bob and Maggie, and yes. we were arguing about it. That what we were arguing about whether salt lowers or raises the boiling temperature that time. Yeah, and what does it do? Nothing. It raises it temporarily. For I, and I was wrong. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make it boil faster. It just makes it. A, is it a temporary? I still thought it made it boil faster because that's not what we were arguing about. But that is what we were boiling. That's what people think. They think. I see you're boiling oil. about. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do another hint. A better hint. I didn't like that. That was a good. That was a good uh, segue for by me. Uh, Let's try six ninety four. Okay. I don't have any way to read anything, so you guys talk. Six ninety five. No, mom, you talk because I'm looking for the goddamn number. Well, I don't know what you're doing. I can't see you. I'm six, right. You've never done this before, so how could you ever figure Christ, out what's that's happening? That's a good point. Right now? Simon, six, stop it. It's six ninety five. Simon's biting me. Well, you Tell probably deserve it. He's, here's b- bad podcasting happening, and he's biting you, trying to correct your behavior. He's going to start spraying <laughs> you with a bottle pretty soon. <laughs> he's working on it. He doesn't have his thumbs working that well enough. When I do this now, Kelly, I leave my finger on it until you read the number again, because <laughs> otherwise I'll forget. It's really smart. Women on farms and in rural, rural oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> rural? Rural. I'll say it for you. Roller? Okay. Okay, Kelly. Rural. Say the first, first three, first three words, and I'll say the second, fourth one. Okay. Oh, thank you. Women on farms and in rural districts have been quick to see the beauty <laughs> of the printed flour and feed bags now so widely distributed. 
They make very attractive breakfast and luncheon cloths and napkins. Indeed, one manufacturer even adds a tag giving information about the color fastness of the fabric. These bags are usually all cotton. That's crazy. We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. and I hadn't really heard about it that I didn't really realize they were doing it. it that deliberately. Yeah. Why don't we do that now? Why? why I, that, that, that's what I brought fly, up that's before. Is when you asked. when you buy a flower, about it comes in folded up paper, and I was like, "Oh, that must just be how it's always been." I'm like, "Wait a minute! It wasn't like in the depression; they had it in cloth. It's just cheaper." And why wouldn't you still? Because it's cheaper. Yeah, it's so much better. Uh, and everything more is adorable. It's cheaper. Everything you know is just cheaper. That's why having so shitty. Profit margin. Yeah, you could put put. Well, the flower itself is also pretty useless because the soil is depleted, but that's a different story. But anyway, we should. Um, useless. You can still make bread out of it. Eh, well, yeah, but I mean, the nutritional value, <laughs> the nutritional value of soil is going to shit. I'm just saying, look it up. Um, wow, way to bring down the podcast at the end. Yeah, no I'm kidding. talking about if they put flour in those flour sacks again, they probably could get twice the money for the flour. And people would make clothes out of them. People yeah. don't know how to make clothes anymore, though. Well, they don't know how to make a towel. I could make a towel. I'd buy flour. I would sell buy flour in a sack. You couldn't flour make a yeah. towel, first of all. I think a lot of people would probably buy it in a paper. A, I totally would. I'd be so if adorable. it wasn't that much more enough to cover the yeah cost of the fabric, I think it would. Flour be is pretty cheap if you buy thing. cheap flour. Mm-hmm. If you buy like real flour, it's not cheap. But I have another quick, it. a quick, quick. Uh, what do you call those things? Ice cream I truck. Yeah, ice cream truck. I ordered some honey online. I don't remember why. I think it was a. <laughs> I, I, it was something. What I, do I don't, don't know what happened. Why. Anyway, I got it today and it had like pecking peanuts and i was pissed because i was like god damn it i don't uh-huh. oh man i was just like i was pissed because i was like god damn it <laughs> we just stormed around your condo like just seething hell. yes because there's nothing there's nothing that makes me more furious right now than did you call packaging. yeah whoa and then what happened is I read the little packing slip and it said our packing peanuts are made out of um, corn, so you can just dissolve them. Should eat they water. look different. Why did you get fooled by that? I don't. I almost never buy stuff online. Seriously. Oh, okay. I, I really don't. I, I don't very often have this experience. So when I got that, I was where'd so. Hun- where did this honey come from? California. I mean, where did you? Where did you? So you went to like their it. website okay. and bought it. Um, I'm wait. Let me guess. Did you see it on the view? Yeah. You did? I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. They have a thing where they try to promote local businesses or not local, okay. small businesses. And so this place is in California, and it's, it was still expensive honey. But it, I guess it's real fancy honey. I don't know. Anyway. How can, how can honey be fancy? You're supposed to they, eat the honey from where you're from. Well, what if I'm not from California and I want that kind of honey? Hey, man. Love the one you're with. It's supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to be good for your allergies. To eat honey. Because hmm. you get a little bit of the pollen in there. The, yeah, the local pollen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, too late now. I have California honey. So How much was it? Let's get it down to brass tacks here. It Cash was on the barrel $10 head. a jar, and I think that was half price. So How much was, is a jar? A jar? Come on, Mom. Oh, Are you uh, doing this on purpose now? No. St- I, okay, let me think about it's this. A stare it was thing prob- all it's over probably again. quiet. Uh, you should have just said you ordered cat food or something. We wouldn't be grilling you about this expensive honey. <laughs> no, I would still be, I'd still be trying to make it interesting. <laughs> okay, eight eight ounces. Ten oh, ounces. Holy shit. That's expensive. What? Yeah. It's expensive. And I think that's half price. That's crazy. Huh. Is it place- good? Because some honey is it does taste better than other I'm not, honey. I don't know. I'm probably going to give it away for Christmas or something. Oh, oh well, no. that's fine. Spoiler if it's a alert. Christmas present, that's no big deal. Well, not yeah, for you guys. Good. 
I don't know what you're not, Bob. I swear to God, Christmas. if you buy ten dollar honey for yourself, I'm gonna come over there. But if it's a gift, that's fine. That's we're gonna, fine. We're going to put you in a home. Um, <laughs> you don't need a, a home anyway. There's a guy who has honey nearby that just down like a side road. You can go buy honey. He has a table out. You put money in the box and take a jar of honey. Like really? A, and he has like like um, those big like mason jars of it. Whatever, like a quart jar. How much? Okay, how much bit. is a quart jar? It's like twenty bucks or thirty really? bucks or something. Yeah, Shit, it's kind of a lot of too, those. but. It's real honey that the guy he has his own bees. Huh. Well, see, that's the thing. I I, I feel like a local honey is worth the money because the yeah, stuff coming out of China it's, was real. It's it's expensive, but it seems like the right price to me. Whatever it is, I can't remember what it is. It's it might be more than that. I have no idea. Yeah, that's anyway. the kind of thing. It's but when you think about what they're doing. It's fine to pay for. I don't care. And if you yeah. if you buy a jar of honey that big, you're gonna have it for a while. So <laughs> unless you have some, unless you're making mead or something, motherfuckers gonna make- be so sticky by the time you're done with it. Yeah. That's I true. Eat oatmeal, which I don't care for, but it's good for you, I guess they say. Yeah, they do say that. So I put honey on it, and that's where most of my honey goes. Yeah. Mom, have so you tried cooking it with pumpkin? Cooking what with pumpkin? Honey? Oatmeal. <laughs> God, no. It's already bad. Oh, you don't like pumpkin pie? I like pumpkin pie, but oh God, no. That's oh Jesus, Kelly, stop talking. I love how much you don't like food. It's like you might as well just not put anything in your oatmeal because you don't like food. Do you food. like oatmeal, Bill? No. Nobody likes oatmeal. If you mix oatmeal with some canned pumpkin and some that sounds good pumpkin to me. pie spice. I do and like some sugar. I, mean, I, like, it, I like oatmeal as much really as good. it's possible to like oatmeal. Why would you but put the oatmeal in there? You just fucked up a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you eat oatmeal? For the same reason it's good for you. It's filling. It's like uh Yeah. Also, oatmeal is not filling. I, I eat, can eat um, seven pounds of oatmeal morning. and one half hour later I'm starving to death. I think I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't it's know weird. what to say about that. I don't either. It's confusing. A pumpkin adds a lot of uh, oomph to it for 50 calories to half a cup. To give it a try. Nope. That's Kelly's tip of the week. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I think we should probably pull the plug on this turn. Did we do enough hints? I only got to do one. I didn't yeah, get we did to do enough. any. Did you do one, Kelly? We each did one. Did, did the mom not do one? I don't think I did. All right. You do one then. Three. Your Highness. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to do two. Nope. Oh, come on. You only get one. 315. That's taken. 325. I can't get that page. It keeps flipping past it. Okay. 325. Wrap silver and gold evening bags in treated tarnish-proof paper to prevent tarnish. (laughs) Keep in individual boxes. They'll have the sparkle of newness at your next formal. I've never heard of that. Is that what tarnish-proof paper is for? To keep it from getting tarnished? What the hell is tarnish-proof paper, do you think? Have you, you heard just of that called book? that? No, I haven't. No. It's just funny that oh, they say, okay. to keep tarnish off of this, wrap it in tarnish-proof paper. To keep that rust seems... off of here, wrap it in some rust-proof coating. I yeah. wonder if that's a thing still. I'm Googling it. I don't know. Okay, stand by. Kelly's Googling. Okay, also, wait a minute. What is your gold purse? Or silver. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> tarnish-proof? Tarnish-proof yeah, paper. Proof. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um that sounds like a pretty specific thing. And I was just thinking when they were, when you were reading that about how there really seems to be, this really seems to be covering a lot of different social strata or like class because it's like, yeah, here's how you take care of your uh, fancy purses. And here's how you can uh, get more uh, meals out of your one potato that you have. (laughs) Yeah. Well, stretch that potato. That's what I say. I was thinking the other day about, we were talking about 
these and I and I brought up some scenario where a person's living alone in a in a apartment like in Cincinnati or something. And I was, I was thinking about like what was I talking about? I was trying to remember. I remember saying that and I was like, what what was the point I was making? How do how do we get to hypothetical this single woman living in Cincinnati in a one bedroom who has to I think it was about hanging laundry or something. Oh. Did you figure out if they make that stuff, Kelly? They at least make it for people who make jewelry, like little card-sized oh. ones. So yeah, it, so it that's what like they would wrap uh, uh, jewelry in when you buy it. So you have a purse literally made out of silver, a purse, a clutch. What'd you say? Yeah, you said purse. This is really crashing into it. I'm so glad you made us do this, Mom. <laughs> I don't blame this on me. Kelly's the one I was trying, I was trying to keep this from up. happening in a way. I felt like we had a good energy going, but. I did fuck up and not letting you do one either. Okay. I was going to ask if your number, your finger's still on that number, but I found it. No, it's not. It's long gone. (laughs) I folded it up and put it away. I'm surprised you couldn't hear it. It does say evening bags. Yes. What did you think it said? So they're big pieces of paper. Kelly thought that meant nuts. I just was thinking about jewelry the whole time because I was like, that would be great if I could just pack my jewelry away. I don't know. I just didn't read it. Didn't register when I read it. Read it. All right. Let's say goodnight. Let's get ready to record okay. another episode of a different podcast, everybody. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. It's going to be a good soon. one. Okay. Say goodbye, Merry, well, Merry Christmas, uh, you know, season. Umpire Pants out. Um, Mom, can you move yeah. your microphone a tiny bit? Oh, shit. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> uh, breathe through your nose. Oh, shit. Breathe through my nose? Yeah, that's what I keep hearing when you're not talking. Is that better? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Bill talks. Okay. So leave me alone. <laughs>